This week, the theme is fallacies and evidence, and we had two readings, the first from Finnegan and Mixon in 2014, and the second from McKelly and in 2010. The first article I read was from Finnegan and Mixon, and this one was way more interesting to me than the reading from McKelly, simply because Obama was just a more interesting topic, and everything I learned in this article, I actually wanted to keep reading, and it wasn't as wordy as Mixon's, and I really liked how I didn't really know any of this before going in, so now hearing about it, I th- think I have a better insight onto how important visual rhetoric is in the White House. Um, Obama was ridiculed for throwing Churchill out and replacing him with Martin Luther King, which I think when I first read this, I was like, that makes sense. Like, And I still think that after reading all this, but I'll get to that. He, MLK is a lot more meaningful to Obama, so he should put him outside of his office that he gets to decorate however he wants. He was the first black president, and MLK made incredible progress for the black community and was such an important figure to everyone during the civil rights movement, which was also put up in the exact spot of where Churchill's hanging was, or image was. And people were focusing a lot on the fact that he was throwing Churchill out and not, which he talks a lot later in the reading about was presence. They didn't think about the presence of Martin Luther King being in the office. It was all of Obama's haters just finding little things to hate on him for, not to applaud him for. Another thing I noticed was the labeling of black artists and being the first black president. Um, In the beginning when it's talking about how he wanted to bring in African-American, Black, female artists into the White House. I thought that was really interesting. Just the whole, like, the labeling part, which we talked about earlier, labels in, like, the first week. Um, The Obamas wanted to represent Black history in the White House, and I thought this related to later when it talks about Jacqueline Kennedy saying how the the president's home, the White House, should be a working museum of the president's. And Obama should be applauded for adding his presidential experience to the White House as, as a museum. McKelly's reading was focused on emotion and argumentation. And the way he wrote kind of reminded me of Brock Reed in the sense that it was very wordy. He emphasized that speakers formulate reasons to form emotions. He said arguments happen because of people's cognitive differences, which leads to different emotions and other people's emotions affect others. So a big part of argument is emotion. 
and pathos, which he also mentioned a few times, talking about change, movement, and movement, is basically saying that your emotions can change how the argument is portrayed. Just like how definitions can change the argument, which we talked about a few weeks ago. And arguments can change definitions.